0: Welcome, friends. I'm Rev. Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for July 29, 2023. Today's Gospel lesson is from Matthew chapter 12, verses 38 to 42. It's time for a change. Later, a few religion scholars and Pharisees cornered Jesus. Teacher, we want to see your credentials. Give us some hard evidence that God is in this. How about a miracle? Jesus said, You're looking for proof, but you're looking for the wrong kind. All you want is something to titillate your curiosity, satisfy your lust for miracles. The only proof you're going to get is what looks like the absence of proof Jonah evidence. Like Jonah, three days and three nights in the fish's belly, the Son of Man will be gone three days and three nights in a deep grave. On Judgment Day, the Ninevites will stand up and give evidence that will condemn this generation, because when Jonah preached to them, they changed their lives. A far greater preacher than Jonah is here, and you squabble about proofs. On Judgment Day, the Queen of Sheba will come forward and bring evidence that will condemn this generation, because she traveled from a far corner of the earth to listen to wise Solomon. Wisdom far greater than Solomon's is right in front of you, and you quibble over evidence. The message. I believe the greatest miracle and the best evidence of God's work in the world is a changed life. I'm not talking about rearranging a few things or tweaking some habits, but a wholesale renovation of the heart. A transformed life is a new life and not a reconstituted life. Far too many people put their focus on others changing. They've bought into the belief that other people need to see things how they see them, that everyone else must bend their lives to how they believe things ought to be. But this is really nothing more than sinful pride and hubris, as if the world revolves around me. Change is for everyone. Not just a select few, or for others for whom we believe need to get right or get left. Jesus made a lot of ways with the religious establishment by hobnobbing with the least, the lost, and the lowly of society. Christ actively sought out the marginal folks, healing many of them from sickness, disease, and sin so that they could be united with God and no longer remain on the fringes of society. If you're not in the transformation business, then healing a bunch of low-life people means nothing to you. For the religious leaders of Christ's day, Jesus was not flexing any real Messiah muscle for them. He was not beating up Roman Gentiles and kicking them out of Palestine. So they wanted a sign from heaven that would authenticate the proper Messiah credentials of Jesus but a sign already exists, the sign of Jonah. As Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a big fish, so Jesus would be in the earth for three days and nights. The death and resurrection of Jesus is needed, and when faced with this information, the only appropriate response is to change, to do a complete U-turn in life. Jonah was all but dead. But God caused the great fish to belch up Jonah onto the land. He went forth a changed man. The experience of having stomach fluids work on a person for three days and nights will certainly change you. Jonah was spiritually and physically different. Bleached completely white and an incredible sight to see. Yet another sign exists. The Queen of Sheba's sign. When she encountered King Solomon, she was overwhelmed with the experience. It changed her. So therefore, how much more ought we to change when encountering Jesus? The appropriate response to Jesus is a changed life. Jesus was looking for status quo malcontents, for a desire to change. The process of change is hardwired into creation from seasons of the year to the seasons of people's lives. All are designed for a sustained process of time to revolutionize us. Jesus modeled this for us. He switched his address of heaven and moved into our neighborhood in order to bring us new life. Jesus continually extends the invitation to change. All he asks is to let God do the work of change within us to be patient with the construction of the soul he is doing, and to persist with daily routines of faith. Yes, it's time for a change. But change for change's sake is not the point. Change that reflects godly values is the point, and in order to realize this good sort of change, we must be attentive and hear Holy Scripture, seek the mind and heart of God, and be willing to let Jesus come and have the run of the house. We must unlearn before we learn. We need to let go so that we can take up. Change involves the humility to admit when we are lost, ask for help, and go in a different direction. New life is not rebranding oneself, but is akin to being born again. Almighty God, we desire to be transformed by you and allow the life of Jesus to be expressed in and through us. We desire to walk in the light of your Spirit. Reveal to us those things in our lives that need to change. Allow us to discern between flesh and spirit so that we can choose a healthy, holy path. Continue to give us spiritual awareness. Transform us into something new altogether. May our old life and old ways disappear, and may new life emerge that will bless both the church and the world, through Jesus Christ our Lord, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.